0: welcome welcome to another episode of direct dialogue i'm so excited super excited new month new podcast as y'all can see we're in a new place and we got a home shout out to my brother my brother joe's producing in the back what up joe you good (laughs) listen i have a very special guest very dear to my heart um my own cousin is on the podcast why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself for people who don't know you
1: hi i'm miranda vince cousin <laughs> that's
0: it yeah that's, This is gonna be fun we already cut up as you can see this is gonna be fun yes all right so uh your mother your wife right. tell us about that whole transition
1: oh well I was a single mother first. Okay, yeah. My oldest child is not my husband's, but he raised her since she was a baby. Mm -hmm. So, you know, life kind of got in the way, and he's a PK, preacher's kid. And his dad was like, don't y'all love each other? Y'all need to get married. (laughs) And I'm like, well, wait a minute now. You just want us to dive in in marriage? You don't want me to test drive? But anyway, so we finally got together and got married and we had two more children and you know it was you know it's been rocky because you learn as you go you right, don't have right. a parenting book well you can always call your parents but right you know you have to make mistakes and learn from them, so mm-hmm. but he has i mean he's so amazing he's so supportive to me and i mean i love him to death
0: yeah shout out to josh man your yep. wife giving you props you know what i'm yep. saying oh yeah and uh Happy anniversary!
1: Thank you. Cheers to twelve years.
0: Twelve years of marriage. That's yes. amazing. So, what was that uh, transition? You said you know you were single mother at first, and I guess they had to be a little different and a little scary at, uh, at first. Yeah, because
1: really. um, her father wasn't really involved in her life, uh-huh. and Josh and I dated a long time, but you know we realized okay we're we're getting serious here. So you know he went from I have watched him transformed from a young boy to a young man to a husband. Mm-hmm. And I mean, he just stepped up and he has not complained. He has been there. I mean, it was just amazing to watch him transform from right. a boy to a man. Wow.
0: Wow, that's crazy. Speaking of, a uh, man, being black in America, you know, with all of these things going on, I know it had to, it had to be uh, scary and especially being in the area that y'all live in now i mean y'all was strong out there um in the dallas fort worth area
1: yeah um we're like 20 minutes from dallas Mm -hmm. um we're actually in a good neighborhood low crime rate i mean the people are jogging with their babies Mm -hmm. sometimes we go for walks and things it's really peaceful where we at but dallas sometimes they be rocking it out there, right? But we don't really go. Josh not gonna allow us to go, even look and go to restaurants by ourselves. Mm-hmm. The kids and I can't go unless he go. But Most definitely. I mean, it, it was it was we had to adjust. But the kids, we adjusted quick because we went from country town where everybody know everybody. Mm-hmm. Your kids can go outside, right, right. sun up to sundown and play, and so that was a little adjustment for them But they they caught on quick. That's good
0: so speaking of that the whole uh george floyd uh killing what was your like immediate response once you i guess so you've seen the video right you watched it
1: i refuse to watch the video okay. because as a mother mm-hmm. i have lost a child mm-hmm. i had a stillborn so as a mother, that's difficult for right, me. Right. So I did watch a little bit of it where he first came out the store with the handcuffs. But that's as far as I would take it. But just watching the, well, listening to the words and reading his last words is, is just too emotional for me. And at the Juneteenth celebration we had in Silsby a couple of weeks ago, um, shout out to Candace and her family. That's her that's son... Um, read his last words and I had to walk off Mm. and the people thought I was rejoicing because the event was so successful Mm -hmm. but I said no those were not tears of joy those were tears of sorrow because a man lost his life and he was crying out for his mama who was dead asking for what like it just every time I hear those words or I read them I just get emotional and I start crying because this shouldn't be right i mean and even with my husband every time he leaves the house mm-hmm. you know we pray bless is going out and his coming in but as being married to a black man my fear is i'm going to get a call saying i need to come mm-hmm. to the morgue and identify him or or you know he's been pulled over by the police so that is my fear yeah being married to a black man
0: right uh my uh my daughter my oldest daughter she graduated from um from the uh, pre-k she'll be in kindergarten and everything like that and as we were doing a little drive-through graduation I in my mind I got a moment I was like I might not even see her graduate like I don't know my, that my wife might get that call right that might be my face floating on right. Facebook or social media saying Man, this dude was a father, this dude was a husband, this dude was a minister or whatever. Man, he had a podcast and all this stuff. He was doing all these great things. And I had a moment, a moment of like tremendous fear at saying, I might not see my daughter go to prom or graduate. And so it it like it shook me and I had to kind of go home, go in the bathroom, just kind of have a moment. Right. Because it, it's like that sometimes. I'm just like even going to just check the mail yep. and stuff like that. Uh, even right here doing the podcast, I was just, I had a moment when I was running across the street because I was trying to rush. I said, maybe I shouldn't run. Right. And that's like, it's you sh- it shouldn't have to be right. like, I can't run or I can't jog just to my car because I want to get there at a faster right. rate. But it's always in my mind have and i'm pretty sure y'all have conversation has had conversations you and when uh your husband have been having conversations about things like that just you know yeah. going in and out and to work and things like that but a lot of times people you know we say white privilege which exists but right. i think it's a privilege to be black as well
1: yeah um i mean even though things are transpiring the way they're transpiring Mm -hmm. um i'm proud to be black come on i teach my kids that black is beautiful no no matter you know words do hurt but Mm -hmm. no matter what other people might tell them i tell them black is beautiful god made you and another thing i used to say i didn't see color Mm. i i was guilty of that yeah and then i thought about it i said you need to stop saying that because when god created us, Come he on. created black, white, Mexican, Latinos, Filipino, all that. So, and when I after I pray, when I wake up in the morning and I go in the restroom and wash my face, mm-hmm. I see a pretty black face. Mm. So I stop saying I don't see color because I do see color.
0: Right?
1: I yeah. mean, it is what it is. When we say we don't see color, that's like telling God. You know he didn't create black people or, mm. or white people he's the creator he right. created us come on but i just make sure i reiterate to my children that your skin color is not a crime mm-hmm. you're beautiful you sm- you're smart you're intelligent you don't let other people damper what you got going on
0: yeah there was a uh movie and i'm pretty sure you've seen this movie the hate you give yeah when they were in the uh, car at i think it was prom and then he was the the, her white boyfriend was like well I don't see color she was like well if you don't see color then you don't see me right you know disregarding my color disregarding race that's basically saying that I don't exist right so yeah and and I used to get mad at people they would say uh yeah this is my black friend This, well no no yeah I'm your black friend yeah I have a name yeah but yeah I you state that I'm black uh you know I I had a friend that I uh in the Tyler area when I was staying up there and I uh, stayed at stayed the night of his house one time and uh, we were in school together and his grandma I can't remember how old she was she got up that morning she and she was like oh you didn't tell me your friend was a Negro (laughs) that's that's how she said I was like surprise surprise (laughs) the spot in the room I was like and then I heard him like just Going off on his grandma, like, oh, that's embarrassing. Yeah. And he turned red, but it just go, it just goes <laughs> to show you that people gonna be who they. Because I've seen some people post stuff, and other people like, I can't believe that you posted that. You know, or white people posting stuff. I was like, I can. You yeah. know, people are just being who they are. I heard Jay Z say this. He said one thing about. Uh, donald trump being in office is that it's bringing all this racism right. and how people really feel to the forefront right and you can spot them and they're gonna right. say what they say i was like oh now we didn't did business together we mm-hmm. went to school together and we didn't played on uh sports together yep and now okay this is how you really feel oh, this how you i had to check a classmate know the all lives matter and stuff and,
1: <laughs> and uh,
0: bruh listen <laughs> let's not go down that road okay because i've been checking people left and right we have to and we have to so speaking of that how did you become what was that transition like and how did you become the activist that you are
1: well i mean i love black history i always have Mm -hmm. i sit up under a bunch of elders and listen like my daddy taught me a lot of black history about Silsby. in in february on facebook i post a lot of black history facts mm-hmm. just about Silsby. and i just sat down and had a conversation with him one day and he was just telling me all these things that people from Silsby, some dead and gone some i still know and i was just like wow mm-hmm. so then he started um explaining to me about his mother mm-hmm. um like she got the the lunches at the jail in coon. she got Mm -hmm. the black neighborhood their first bus in Mm Silsby. and so i was like well i I feel like that's where i got it from because i just love black people i teach my children black history because you know in school they're only going to teach about mlk Mm -hmm. thurgood marshall Mm -hmm. harriet tubman and it's way more to it than that so we have to take it upon ourselves as black people the one we were naive once mm-hmm. but what i tell people is when you know better do better mm-hmm. so once you learn it go share it with somebody else Most who doesn't definitely. know yeah so you know they can come out the dark and be like okay well i didn't know that but now that i know i'll and how i do things and i'll start doing it from there so just talking to my dad learning all this history stuff and i was like i really really love learning history stuff especially black history stuff so it's just been thriving in me and you know trying to work as a nurse and teach my kids this stuff i really didn't have time Uh if you will so i started making more time because this is important to me it's important that i instill this in my kids Mm -hmm. so they can know and then teach their kids one day so
0: yeah and yeah, that was my next question about uh, being the activist that you are and then teaching uh, your kids. Did your kids kind of look like, huh?
1: Really? No, no, because <laughs> every time I take them on a vacation, we go uh-huh. on vacation once or twice a year. And every time I take them on vacation, I make sure I find black history facts and mm. incorporate it into our vacation. Like we went to Cali in March, we mm. went to the Nipsey Hustle store. Mm-hmm. Um, we did the Hollywood Walk of Fame, but uh, John Singleton, I took him to the houses where he recorded his movies. Mm -hmm. I just make sure I find things to teach them and show them that black people are smart, amazing Mm -hmm. people. And you know, back in slavery, their ideas were taken by the master. Mm -hmm. And you know, they didn't, i'm not gonna say they didn't have sense but they were oppressed people so they didn't have the power to yeah. get the patents and the money to get the patents right. so a lot of things that are made is they're made by white people but the black people invented it yeah and yep. they don't get the credit because like i say they were oppressed people so i just make sure i do my part by teaching my kids and incorporating black history in everything we do
0: mm, i love that because that's that's leading that leaving that legacy and that's something that will continue on because we don't know you know once I once we are dead and gone what our kids are going to do Right. But the hope and the prayer is that that they continue this I don't even go further Right. I mean cuz you know we we never thought back when we were kids that we would have what we have like social media and stuff right. so we can just imagine what it's going to be like and they really going to be living like the Jetsons flying yeah. <laughs> cars and all this yeah. stuff, stuff like that yeah and so i i know that's super important because and uh i need to make i need to make sure that i'm more intentional cuz i ain't going to lie like Fourth of July, I was like, man, what is that? I ain't, nah, we ain't doing nothing. No putting nothing on the pit, nothing. I was like, hold up. But you know, for the most part, a lot of people, a lot of us black people, we never really celebrated Fourth of July, we just happened to Cook some food That was another occasion that was, to just eat. Another, that was just another occasion To bring some more people yeah. together Play some cards Play some music And have fun Right But But I try to I'm making sure I was like Yo no we're not doing that Let me find some black owned stuff Let yeah. me find Let me find some black paintings Let me find some uh, Who? Anybody? You know anybody that's black Make deodorant I mean I'm yeah. really I'm going down the list Trying yes. to find stuff Where that candle come from www.blackcandle.com okay, I mean whatever, yes. <laughs> whatever And I just really try to invest in my people because we've been oppressed and nuts so us not saying anything and us not lifting our voice and not really trying to put that money back into our community it's a slap in the face yeah so i want to take a turn real quick and uh you said um you know you've been how long have you been working in the medical field
1: oh i first became a nurse aide when i was 16 Mm -hmm. and i'm 34 now so a long time so and I've been a nurse,
0: a LVN for six years. Uh huh. So do you think that care for people and care for Black people and just care for people was kind of the way that you took that path to the medical field? What was that? What was that? Um. Thought process.
1: Well, my my not youngest Keisha mm-hmm. is handicapped, and okay. watching her be born and go through all these surgeries and stuff yeah at nine years old i knew i wanted to be a nurse Mm. because i had that it's a calling right and i was just like i want to help people i want when they can't help themselves i want to help when Mm. they can't take care of themselves i want to take care of them so watching my sister go through i mean many many surgeries Mm -hmm. this i just was like at nine i'm gonna be a nurse yeah so I mean, and I've been rolling ever since. I was taught by um, a doctor in Galveston how to do a medical procedure mm-hmm. that you really don't learn till you're in nursing school.
0: Wow. But
1: because it was something she needed for the rest of her life, the doctor was like, and I'll never forget, me and my sister Hazel was playing on the playground at the hospital in Galveston, mm-hmm. and the doctor was like, y'all come here I have to teach y'all this procedure and we was like we're kids we're supposed to be playing Mm -hmm. and he was like no your sister needs this procedure done for the rest of her life so y'all need to learn now Mm -hmm. and just learning that stuff um I mean at a young age I was like this is gonna help me in my nursing career and it did I everything I know now and how I am as a nurse is because of my sister wow our miracle baby I I right. I really think that's my baby but most definitely
0: yeah I mean but if you look at it uh helping people in health and helping people in life and in context of uh being woke as we say nowadays it goes hand to hand because yeah. you're just helping people with information yeah procedures you're educating them to empower them because right. when people when you educate people that's where empowerment comes right. from so I love it that you're you're in the medical field and you're an activist and you you have both of those those fields and those those areas that is very powerful. I mean, cause you can educate somebody how to heal themselves, mm-hmm. take care of themselves, and then educate their them on on rights and yeah. different things like that. That's a powerful thing. So that's what I could see <laughs> I could see why a lot of people that don't like don't want to fool with you or don't want to help you (laughs) because they know the power that you have and possess so (laughs) let's talk about this real quick you know i didn't send this to you but i want to talk about this how has it been on the the the, little silsby page i call it the little page you know how people (laughs) lord jesus
1: i mean (sighs) yeah well, my daddy told me years ago, I don't know why I don't listen to him. <laughs> well, it's not that I don't listen to him. Like, when he tell me things, I guess it click later. Yeah, yeah. But he told me years ago, he said, Miranda, what's in people, gonna come out. Mm-hmm. And he kept telling me this, and I was like, I don't know why he keep telling, telling me, me this. Because, you know, I feel like when I know a person, you know. Right. So, that Sealsby page, <laughs> first of all, I don't know why people think the Black Lives Matter movement is political.
0: Okay, thank you go ahead talk on that it's cause. not
1: political you know black people I mean they can change the names of stuff they can remove this and remove that black people just want to be treated equally that's it that's all we're asking for and stop so, killing us right so why are y'all saying political it's not political human rights I mean treat people the way you want to be treated mm-hmm. Jesus is love we're trying to spread love but they're trying to make oh black lives matter is a hate group no it's not mm-hmm. now we hate bad things and being treated badly but we're at the end of the day black people love everybody black people are the most forgiveness people what? and loving people i've ever yep. met i mean we loyal to a yeah. father i mean think about it we don't forgave and forgave over and over again so that's why when people say well we gotta pray i love jesus with my whole heart but the bible tells you faith without works is dead come on so you can pray but you got to put some work behind that prayer come on and so we are our ancestors children Mm -hmm. and we are here to stand up and speak up and we are demanding change and we're not just gonna sit here and be like well i wonder if they're gonna change something today Mm -hmm. no we can't oh i'm gonna go we're gonna go to prayer and bible band thursday night at 7 30 and pray about this we're gonna pray about it but we're gonna demand we gotta start showing up to meetings and Mm -hmm. and i could talk about this stuff because i've been there i marched and prayed Protests. i've showed up at council meetings school board meetings mm-hmm. i you know i'm very involved in my children's education because mm-hmm. i know in sealsby they probably hate me because i'd be coming through them door like you cannot stop me right. from coming to check in on my child i'm Come not on. gonna wait till you know oh well they did this and they didn't no i'm gonna pop up up. i'm gonna email call we're gonna have conferences Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna show you i'm involved so you know i'm not one of those parents to just sit and wait till something go bad so that's what i'm trying to encourage black people also be involved. Don't just come out for sporting events because mm. as long as our children are dribbling the ball or toting the football, you know, they love them. But we have to teach the kids. Y'all are more than singers, dancers, basketball players mm. and all that. You Speak are a black person, smart. Come on. You know, it's it's all fine and dandy about the athletes because my daughter, she's a basketball queen. Mm-hmm. But I let her know if you gain something here, they can't take it from you. Me. Can't take it from you. But me. a scholarship, athletic scholarship, they get mad, they can come snatch it from you. Yep. So I told her, you focus on mm-hmm. keeping it here. You ain't got to worry about nobody taking it from you. Mm-hmm. So, but that seals me. I went off on a little tangent, but that nah, seals me good. page. You're good. I love it. A lot of people are afraid to speak up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm to the point in my life where I don't talk to God about it, I don't talk to my husband about it. I am going to stand up and speak up for change. I'm willing to die behind this stuff. This is how serious mm-hmm. I am. My life insurance policy is paid up and good so come they on. can bury me. Y'all ain't got to do no fish dinners. No, Y'all just come and, <laughs> and pray and support my family. But, you know, if God see fit for something to happen that way, then... Mm-hmm. That's his will, right? But that's how serious I take this stuff. Cause some people are afraid. Mm. Some people you have to give them a little push, and then some, you know, even if you pushing them, they're they're still afraid. Mm-hmm. But we have to learn to speak up. I mean, they're ki- they're killing our people anyway.
0: Wow, well, yeah.
1: innocent people. I mean, all on Facebook Live, mm-hmm. our black men are getting shot down. We need our black men. We love our black men, and we have to speak up. I mean, we have to stand up, show up, speak up. We have to do whatever we need to do to try to stop this. Now, will racism ever leave? No, because that's a demonic spirit. Mm -hmm. But I the God we serve i know he can change people's hearts come on now so no it'll never go away but it's it's people that i know personally that hated black people yeah mm-hmm. now they got black grandchildren great-grandchildren and you wouldn't even unless you knew them back in the day mm-hmm. you wouldn't even have known that they hated black people because we serve a good god a forgiving god come and he can now. change people so but we just gotta speak up even on that little silsby page we we just have to let them know some yeah. of them are very ignorant and i'm not saying it in a bad way some of them don't know just don't know Yeah. but then you have ones that do know mm-hmm. and just don't want to change yeah i mean yeah. we just got to continue to pray for them straight up
0: i love them because I, <laughs> I love that uh because being on that page and and seeing screenshots and all this <laughs> stuff like that it's hilarious and then for some people they're like man you didn't know about them yeah they've been like that but my thing is this like when the George Floyd happened like I said before that uh I mean the George Floyd killing sparked a whole podcast and I showed I I sent the podcast to you a whole nother podcast because before that men with black men and black women were getting killed and I wouldn't say nothing and now you know how they say and it's so true if you see something wrong and you don't say nothing you're part of the problem yeah you might as well have been out there killing them and shooting them and stuff yourself yeah. so but when george floyd that happened it was something in me that just i was like y'all gotta say something and right then i did like seven six seven episodes back to back like each day i had notes i was taking notes i put notes in my phone and then going and recording the podcast and i was like yo i gotta start saying something and so in those podcasts i'm just going off like yeah like you said this dude really in his closet (laughs) yeah i'm in my closet love it and just going (laughs) off and just maybe I cried before I got on and some and some of the episodes I got a little emotional whatever but I was speaking my mind and I was telling people how I feel and if you don't like how I feel, I, really don't I will care. I really will. turn it off. Yep. There's so many other people you can listen to. There's so many other things you could be that's doing. Right. I mean, don't come over here talking about my podcast. We go get your own podcast right. and you can say all the racist yep. stuff that you want. Right. You can say all anything you want, you want to talk about, KKK, hey, right. hey, 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 bye, bye. I don't <laughs> care. Whatever you want to talk, whatever you want to talk about, you can talk about that. But I think I love it because you're staying and you just you've always been a person who's gonna tell you how they feel. Yeah. But now you have <laughs> this cause that you said like we're really we're willing to die for and we have the spirit of god and we have favor on our life and so you get all of those and you work in the medical you have all of these elements working it's like why not now before yeah. we started filming you was like you was like hesitant i don't like i don't want to <laughs> do this i don't know if i want to do it let's talk about that
1: oh i mean uh, you get the jitters, anything. Yeah. I mean, even though I'm an outspoken person and uh-huh. I'm a people's person, I get a little jitters. But God going to settle my nerves just like he did. But, I mean, I'm just, my family has always taught us to speak up. Don't be disrespectful, right, right. but you can get your point across. Mm-hmm. So, my friends tell me all the time, oh, goodness, Miranda, you're so blunt. I'm, but I'm like, I wouldn't be a true friend if I didn't tell you how I feel or if I didn't correct you. When you were wrong, you know what I'm saying? That's fake. I don't yeah. know how to be fake. Nah,
0: I don't know how to do that
1: I, I mean, if I don't like your ways, I'm going to tell you I don't like your ways. Right. I mean, and when you do something wrong or hurt my feelings, I'm going to be like, okay, now, you just hurt my feelings. You just hurt my
0: feelings. Now I got to punch you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Real hard. But, no, I try to go through life is yeah. treating people the way I want to be treated. Right. I don't want to hurt people's feelings, but if I do... You know, I. you can pull me to the side and be like, mm-hmm. I don't like what you did, mm-hmm. that you hurt my feelings. And yeah. we could talk about it. Yeah. But I am kind of blunt, and I just keep asking God to give me the strength because I will not stop. This is how important this is to me because, mm-hmm. like I say, I have only one black son. I love him. I love my husband, my daddy. I, I mean, I got one brother. I'm going to do what I need to do. To for people to realize this movement. I mean, George Floyd was the straw that broke the camel's back. Straight up. I mean, it was just like, this is enough. Mm. I mean, this was nationwide movement. I mean, that was just too much for that man to die. on. I mean, just he knew he was dying. I mean, that part just, just does something to me every mm. single time. He knew he was dying. It was nothing he could do. I mean, in handcuffs, so he couldn't hurt the officer so why you got
0: your knee on his neck and he was just chilling yeah like he was sitting out there in the on the beach relaxing or something
1: yeah I'm like you know putting a knee on somebody's neck in the first place is you know that kind of when I first heard about it that kind of startled me because as a nurse you mm-hmm. know you not want to restrict blood flow unless you have to and mm-hmm. you know breathing wise so I mean I already knew I was going to be an emotional wreck but I was like, I cannot, and my husband, he was like, you can't be leading a protest and you have not watched the video. I was like, oh, yes, I can. Mm-hmm. Because as a mother, that was painful. As a sister of a black man, yeah. I mean, I, you know, it, that was important to me. I just refused to watch it because yeah. it's it's just so painful. So... Yes, I can lead a protest. That's
0: kind of funny that you say that. You, you can't be leading the protest. Nah, come on, George Floyd, yeah. like this. Did you watch the video? Ain't none of your business if I watch the video. No, let he, me tell you. He, he
1: told me, he said, Rhonda, I don't think you should be leading the protest, and you, you need to watch that video. And I was like, Oh no, baby. No, I don't no. care what you're talking about. I'm not watching that video. First of
0: all, I'm not watching video. Second no. of all, so, I'm leading the protest. Okay. Third so of all, stop. can you go give me something to drink? Cause Cause, I'm
1: okay. I was like, I you can keep saying it. You can watch it till you get tired of watching it. You know, people don't call me and told and I said I just can't watch it.
0: Yeah. I yeah. can't. It's a lot. So it I'm, is. I'm, then you uh we talked about uh the medical field and you've been in that now how has that been how has the environment been in that with all of this going on
1: well right now i'm i done did a couple of specialties in nursing but right now i'm doing pediatric nursing Uh and well pediatric home health i go to the home and take care of a special needs child Mm -hmm. it's a white family the family's nice but they don't i think they're afraid to even Mm -hmm. bring up the conversation which the company policy is we're not supposed to talk about those things. But once you are in their home and learn them and stuff, they treat you as like you're a family member. Mm-hmm. So, But I think it's like they're walking on eggshells. Like mm-hmm. they don't really want to say anything right, about it. Right. Because if they bring it up, I'm going to discuss gonna it. are going to talk about it. Right. Yeah, I'm going to let them know. Now, you might not like my stance on it. Right, right. But I'm going to let you say your point and I'm going to say my point right. And maybe we can... You know, keep it cordial. Uh But I'm going to let you know where I stand on it. But, I mean, they they have not treated me any different. I haven't treated them any different. Mm -hmm. But I just feel like, not tension in a bad way, but I'm just, I feel like they're kind of afraid to say anything. Mm -hmm. They don't really want to mess up the bun that we have. Right. So, we don't really discuss it.
0: Yeah. Now, have you uh, had conversations with uh, any of your other, like, uh, people that work in that field? Because I know uh what is like the landscape in medical field like because i know i think it's a lot of black people and i guess maybe it just depends on the area i don't know
1: well yeah and the dfw it's it's a lot of blacks their area is getting so overcrowded but that's another <laughs> podcast <laughs> but um i had one of my friends that's a nurse she's mm-hmm. from louisiana but she lives in the dfw with me she was like mm-hmm. don't be sharing anything on facebook and don't be, I said, huh? I thought I didn't hear it right. Right, right. I said, what'd you say? She said, well, you know, we could get in trouble. Don't be sharing stuff on Facebook. And, and you know, they feel like when you share um, you agree with it. I said, anything that I post, I, I agree, agree with, with it. it. <laughs> anything I'd be like, oh, I like that. I'm going to share that. I agree with it. And I said, that's what people want us to do. They want black people to sit down and shut up. Mm -hmm. But we're not doing that. Nope. If I share, it, I agree with it. And I want other people to see. Mm -hmm. And if it upset my white friends, I mean, I'm not apologizing for it. Because that's how I felt. This is our reality. We should not have to be marching and protesting and begging
0: to be treated equal. Yep. And I'm looking at all of this. uh I get it. That's cool. The statues and stuff. It's like they giving us everything else, but what we really want. Right. Just we just want y'all to, to treat a sequel. Stop it. killing us. That's it. The statues and stuff, the, taking the names down from okay, the Okay, that's all good. Okay, right. that's good. well, can you just please stop right. killing us? That's it. It's 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 like uh, it's like almost like a magic trick. It's like we are gonna give you this. Yeah. This what y'all really want. We ain't gonna give you this. Yeah. Uh, uh, see, look, what we, look, look, Look what we gave you ta-da you know and but they just ran in circles around us and not really giving us what we want and it's simple treat the sequel, stop killing us
1: that's it and the company i'm working for now i check my email i don't really check my work emails i don't know why just they should send it to my personal email (laughs) but one day i decided to be a good employee i opened up my work email and the email that i got from the ceo was telling us you know, a lot of these companies have got on the bandwagon with We Stand With You, Black Lives mm-hmm. Matter. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can respect that because at least you addressed it. Right. But then when you got the CEO saying, oh, we're not a political company, Um, you shouldn't be discussing these things um, with the families and stuff like that, never— now, you know a lot of black nurses work for this company. Come on. And you know a lot of their patients, how they get their money, right. are black. So you mean to tell me you couldn't, even if you put it real small at the bottom, black
0: lives matter. matter. Something I would
1: have been okay with that. But you're sitting up here emailing and telling us we shouldn't be discussing this stuff. We're not political. Wow. We are there to take care of the patients. and the, You know, that did something to me. I'm, I'm sure it did. And I had to think, and I had to pray. I said, well, Lord i really love my patient that i have right mm-hmm. now and i really don't want to leave because with this COVID stuff going on the the mom is not going to want another nurse to come in so right. then you know if i left i'd be leaving that child without the care she needs mm-hmm. but i really had to pray hard about that vince because i was like they could have just did like everybody else black lives matter mm-hmm. even if it said to whom it may concern, Black Lives right, Matter, right, right. CEO. I would have been okay with that. Yeah. But for you to say, oh, we're not political and y'all are there to take her," that did something to me. So I, I it, almost every day I have to pray about that because I be like, I really want to call this CEO and tell him, mm. you know what? Just get my paperwork ready because I quit. <laughs> Cause you know I'm I'm even though they're paying me I'm making this money company this company money by taking care of this patient yep. and yep. you don't even have the decency to reach out to your black nurses or reach out to your black mm. clients that did something to me
0: yeah I bet I talked to uh, one of my um, white pastors in the area and he said for years anytime these things would spark up now this is this church is a, a diverse church now uh, from the, from their beginnings they um, or a device, uh, diverse church. And he said, yeah, we used to say that method. Just don't say nothing. Say it about it." And he said, man, I had to admit that I was dead wrong for that. And I asked him, I said, well, so what was the conversation? He like, yeah, my, I had conversations with my black members. And so, yeah, black lives matter. And he's like, yeah, it's not black lives matters too. It's black lives matters, period. That's he it. said, because I lived in a bubble. My bubble was a little different where – uh, we grew up in a church where black people, white people, we all got along together and everything was good. He said. So I lived in that bubble and realized that outside the four walls of that church, that was not the case. Right. So I felt that everybody was equal, that everybody loved each other and stuff like that. He said. But no, he said. So when this happened, he said, Yeah, I'm I'm preaching on it. I'm talking about it. i have having conversations about it. He said, because. We are a god of all generations. We right. we sing that song, people of gener every generation and time, mm-hmm. from generation yeah. to we worship you. That's everybody. Yeah. So when you're saying all lives matter, you you're not getting it. If right. all lives matter, that means black lives matter too. Right? Because that's all we're saying is that yo, our lives matter. That you're saying all lives matter. That's saying that our lives matter as well. Right. So don't get it twisted. Right? You know so <laughs> i think that was a, like you said like you see oh it's just basically showing you yeah. who <laughs> who they really, really are are so i want to take a spin and we talked about this a little bit before we start filming and it's about um like the church you know and and some some churches are, are not talking about it and are not saying anything about it I'm not saying you have to do a whole campaign right, right. because look, let me tell you about this. let me tell you this quick story because uh we were a part of this church in Conroe Texas I want to say the name of the church but the Lord won't let me mm, don't uh, do it <laughs> <laughs> I, we were part of this church uh, this church is predominantly white right? uh pastor uh a few people like one one family that was black was part of the leadership team, right? So we went there, and I was like, "Okay, this is a big church And, and we fell in love with the kids ministry. Kids ministry was amazing. My kids loved it. My wife served in the kids ministry. I served in it. And so we went there. I was like, "Oh, it's MLK. I know they're about to do something big for this." Just mm. a service start, nothing. I was like, "Okay, man, service still going on. It's maybe, maybe it's in the middle." Nothing. nothing. I said, "Hold up, service about to be over. I'm a little nervous now." I said, maybe they're going to have a slide or something at the end. Nothing. Service, nothing. MLK, Dr. Martin, Dr. Reverend Bishop Martin Luther King. Right. And you can't put a slide up or just in. a picture of him up there. I was mad. And then there was some more little uh, slight racist stuff. One woman was pretty much indirectly promoting Trump and all this stuff oh, like that. Lord Jesus. Ah oh, man. And and it was some more stuff. It was like three instances. I was like, I'm really being shepherded by some people who are racist or they don't want to talk about it. They're right. afraid. But if you put some more people on your leadership team like that look like us, right. then you you should be aware that this ain't right. Right.
1: <laughs> well why did it take three instances?
0: I know. <laughs> That's their that's that. grace. What? Loyal. Yeah, we well, so loyal. Yeah, yeah, we that I, are. We are. We just like that by like that by default almost. Yeah. Like we to, well, let's yeah. wait.
1: Oh, nope. Didn't. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I mean, the conversations are hard to have. I yeah. mean, but it's it it has to be dealt with. Just like I can give you this example. Being in the medical field. If my patient has this wound mm-hmm. and I don't deal with it, it's going to keep getting worse. And as it gets worse, it's going to start tunneling. Mm-hmm. And when I say tunneling, that means going down to the bone. I mean, it's going all down up in there. Then you're really going to have to work on it. So why not, when it the issue first come up, handle mm-hmm. it then, instead of have it, letting it tunnel and dig deeper and more emotions and all that. I mean, I don't know why people are afraid to talk about it. Because I tell my white friends all the time, if it's something that I say that, bothers you mm-hmm. if you are a true friend of mine i'm not talking about on that little blue app no. and you have my cell phone you can text me and say hey we need to have a conversation yeah. and we could talk about it mm-hmm. and you you're gonna get your point across i'm gonna get my now will we always agree on no, everything right no mm-hmm. and i mean it is what it is i'm still gonna love you the same but now when you get the going off on the deep end oh and, yeah oh we're gonna have to read reevaluate this friendship because exactly. uh, this ain't right yeah but just go ahead and have the conversations you know when they first come about because i tell my white friends if something going on in the black community and you want to know about it call me mm-hmm. don't be embarrassed because a stupid question is the question you do not, not ask, ask. Yep. so call me and be like hey i don't understand yeah. and i'll talk if i can't answer the question or get you to understand i'm gonna put you with somebody that can help you to understand so that's what i can't understand why people are so afraid to have these conversations and deal with this stuff because conflict come when you don't deal with it Mm, but if you go ahead and deal with it you know all avenues are out and open but when you don't deal with it that's when conflict come Mm so i hopefully i'm gonna keep praying um you know god touch these
0: people yeah hearts and minds so we can get past this type of stuff most definitely because i know some people out there um white friends or even us black people that say i don't i don't really know what to say or nothing to do my advice with them is that if you don't know what to do amplify the voices of those who do right. know what to do right get with somebody like you said i'm a Put you with somebody and if i tell you the truth and it hurts your feelings at least you know the truth right and we could talk about the hurt the feelings right. later, but yeah. you know what i'm saying but at least you know the truth you right. know what this is what it is oh, i feel some type of way we'll come and talk and that's what like you said that stuff festers up the yeah. next thing you know two months and turn into 20 years mm-hmm. and this stuff and you're hating for some for something that that could have just been talked to in like five minutes right <laughs>
1: that's another thing just like in a marriage like josh and i he's outspoken i'm outspoken mm-hmm. so we have a disagreement he's gonna say what he got to say i'm gonna say what i got to say and we are gonna keep it moving keep so moving. it's communication like if i'm not feeling well and he's trying to do something for me how he gonna know i'm not feeling well and i didn't open my mouth and tell him i wasn't feeling well because you know i'm all over here aggravated and he trying to be helpful oh, well, i wish you leave me alone but he don't know i'm feeling well because i didn't open my mouth and say well baby i'm not feeling well can you give me five you know so you know communication is just have a conversation yeah. i mean it's not surgery just right. have a conversation and, and see if you can help this person understand or you know teach y'all each can teach each other stuff and that's another thing i tell people you can't act like you know everything no you can learn something new every day yeah. from anybody
0: so Straight don't up. be
1: going around here acting like you know everything because mm-hmm. you don't you can learn from anybody
0: my my kids teach me something every day oh yes i'm like <laughs> oh that's what that is wow and then after i leave i go and google i'm like
1: oh she was telling the truth how you think i learned about clout <laughs> My kids, was, I was like, what? Because, you know, we have to keep up with the slang yes. to know what they talking Man. about and stuff. And I was hearing no clout. I was like, what is clout? And so they was telling me, you got to, don't say attention, mom. You have to say clout. They're doing it for the clout. I was like, Oh that's what y'all calling
0: now. <laughs> that's just different names yeah oh my god now listen listen I have really enjoyed this conversation. Mm. this has been crazy this has been amazing it's been funny it's been emotional it's been a <laughs> roller coaster yeah and I know you got to get on a roast so I'm gonna let you go but listen this has been another episode of the wreck dialogue my kinfolk coming in holding it down listen y'all watch and like and share this because this is an amazing conversation we dug deep we went there huh? right yes. Yeah. <laughs> share it share it share it and like it my name is vince w matthews can't folk Miranda here this is another episode of direct dialogue and we'll see you on the next video bye